the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. Welcome to Icons of Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Patty Teal. Let me tell you about today's guest, Will Friedner. He's a broker and has been selling real estate with Glacier Sotheby's since 2008. As the founder of Living in Montana YouTube channel and the host of the Montana Real Estate Podcast, he loves to tell stories of what it's like to live in Montana. He also started and manages four Montana Facebook real, real estate groups that now have over 34,000 members. And that might not even be a current number. It's maybe higher now. Welcome, Will. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you on. I always wanted to know more about Montana. So you are the guy to talk to. But first, I'd like to have you share your story, how you ended up in Montana and how you ended up in this successful real estate business. So I'll turn it over to you. All right. Well, um, we have been here, or yeah, we have been here now 21 years. So I'm almost a local. Uh, my wife grew up and was actually born and raised here. Her dad was a ranger in Glacier National Park. So we were living down in uh, Southern California and we had our daughter and didn't want to raise her down there. And mm -hmm. so we decided to come back up here where my wife is from. And that's how I ended up here. Um, and it's a great place. And yeah, it's uh, it's been a good 21 years. And you must have absolutely fallen in love with the area. Yeah, it's not hard to do. It's a beautiful, I've lived all over the country. And um, besides Alaska, there's nothing that even comes close to this valley we live in here in Northwest oh. Montana. So it's pretty amazing. Well, that sounds wonderful. So I know a lot of people are migrating there and the secret is out. And uh, I wanted you to address that. I'm sure it's good for business, but is there a downside as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get a lot of uh, a lot of the true locals are not a fan of my videos and um, they blame me for everyone coming here. And I tell them that I'm honored, but it's not because of me. <laughs> <laughs> ever, <Maybe> since, partly. <laughs> <laughs> ever since uh, Rona hit two years ago, it seems like everybody decided they wanted to move up to the mountains and we were the last kind of undiscovered place. Um, and so, yeah, the last two years have been very busy around here and uh, very annoying to the people that have been here forever. I can understand that. Yeah. It's always pros and cons to everything. I watched your um, Montana 101 video and it was actually hilarious. I, I got such a kick out of it. Here are some of the points that you brought up. Um, don't pretend you're a cowboy. You may have watched a couple episodes of Yellowstone, but uh, no. <laughs> so yeah. I moved to Florida from Arizona and there were a lot of cowboys there too, but it's hard to pretend, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the, yeah, I just, I get that whole video was obviously kind of a, you know, trying to be funny and mm -hmm, it um, was, <laughs> but there's a little truth to all of it. Also, sure. so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Let's see. Um, and then you called, uh, some people call Bozeman now both Angeles. A lot of people call it that. Yeah, it's wow. uh, kind of turned into the Los Angeles version of Montana. Now, is that an area that you um, are representing and selling? In no, Bozeman. Well, Montana is a huge state. We're the fourth right. biggest state in the nation. So I'm actually about probably seven hours away from Bozeman. Okay. Um, so no, but what, I mean, we can get into it later, but with all my Facebook groups and everything, I have agents all over the state that we do referrals to mm -hmm. um, just because we are so big. Um, so yeah, when, when we get calls for Bozeman, I have an agent down there that I use. Oh, that's very cool. So what is the area, the little towns, maybe they're not so little, but what area do you represent? We pretty much uh, Northwest Montana, all of Northwest Montana, um, even down to, I guess they call it Southwest. Well, not really South. Anyway, the, the Bitterroot Valley, which mm -hmm. is south of Missoula. Um, and then we're up in the Northwest. We're right next to Glacier National Park. Ooh. So you have Whitefish and Kalispell and Columbia Falls and Big Fork and all those towns right in there. No, oh, it must be beautiful. I'm sure you must have some videos from Glacier National Park on your YouTube channel. Oh, for sure. And we were just up there uh, the last two days. Um, there's a beautiful, spectacularly beautiful part of the park that there's a big lodge. It's called Mini Glacier. And my wife is the queen of getting on the cancellations because it takes, oh. for most people, it's a two-year waiting list to get mm -hmm. in there but she's really good at checking the site all the time. And we've gone up every year and stayed for a couple nights in this just stunning lodge. And um, it's a pretty cool place. Well, her dad was a ranger, so she's on the inside track. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that was a long time ago, but oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that, that helps. She probably grew up knowing all the secrets. Anyway, you're obviously a master of online marketing because you've grown not only your YouTube channel, but these Facebook groups to enormous numbers. Um, how did you learn to do that? Uh, well, um, I just, I remember, I looked it up this morning doing a little research for this, and I started the first one in March of 2014. Mm -hmm. And I just did a group called uh, Flathead Valley Homes for Sale or Rent, and it was right when groups came out. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, that's probably a good idea. And I had always been intrigued with social media. And that was kind of before social media was a big marketing thing. Um, so I started that group. And the first day that I put it out into the world, I got 100 people that joined it just organically. I didn't, wow. I mean, that was, I think, probably even before Facebook advertising and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, and it just kind of took off. And then after a couple months, I was like, well, I can sell real estate all over Montana. Why don't I start groups for the other big towns and areas around Montana? So I did. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just added it up this morning. Right now, with all the different groups I have, I have 44,729 people. Um, and another thing I did in those groups that kind of annoys people, but I don't know. I, I figured I've done the work. It's, you know, I started these groups. So when other realtors try and join, I don't allow that. Like for your business. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, that's exactly what they're doing. And, and mm -hmm. which 
I get, but I've spent a lot of time on this and I, I feel like it's my own little lead generation thing that I've built and grown and uh, they can say everyone's free to start their own groups. So are most of the groups kind of geographically based then as you said, different towns and that's the, the group yep. is based on that. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the other cool thing that in the last couple of years, I don't remember when that started in particular, but uh, they started allowing you to collect email addresses. And as you know, they always say, you know, you, you're kind of building your business on rented ground on these uh, on oh, these social yeah. media platforms. Mm -hmm. And so I've been collecting, you know, as a uh, it's asked to join when you join one of my groups, it'll mm -hmm. ask for your email and you don't have to, you know, I don't, I don't not let you in if you don't give me your email, but you'd be surprised at how many people do. Sure. And so yeah. I've probably collected well over 7,000 email addresses since that's been allowed. Um, and then I started another group during the whole Rona thing, a local, it's called the Whitefish Community Group. And that one has almost just under 5,000 people already. And I've gotten a ton of emails for that. And so then what we do is we take all those email addresses and put them on our weekly newsletter that we do mm -hmm. for our real estate. So that's how I'm using it to generate leads. Wow. That's very, very clever, smart. So I'm just curious, the people that join these groups, are they already living there, most of them? Or are they people that um, maybe are interested in a certain area since Montana has gotten so popular? Well, oh. like the mm -hmm. the Flathead Valley Homes for Sale or Rent. Yeah, most of those people live here already. Mm -hmm. um, but the Whitefish Community Group, because we're such a destination now, there's a lot of people that don't live here that are joining, that they want to live here. Mm -hmm. um, and those are kind of the best ones to have because that's who we're, those are our future clients. Yeah. So um, you mentioned that it's become quite the destination. So are a lot of your home buyers looking for second and third homes, vacation homes, or is it mainly people that want a permanent residence? Well, in the last couple of years, it's people that want to get out of the big city and move up here. And so it's more of a permanent residence. But yeah, there's um, there's a lot of people also that, you know, live somewhere and they want a vacation, a ski because we have a ski resort here oh, and then wow. a big lake for the summertime and, and at the ski resort as well, they have all kinds of summer activities up there. They have zip lines. And oh, yeah. so, yeah, we're kind of a year round destination up here now. Well, it certainly just looks stunningly beautiful. Um, I also love Colorado, but maybe you're more open land as I'm listening and talking to you. Is there still a lot of undeveloped areas? There is. Yes. We're, and that's why we're kind of everyone's jumping on the bandwagon now because there is still, um, you know, we just went over, like I said, we're the fourth biggest state in the nation. Mm -hmm. And it was only a few years ago that we went over a million people for the whole state. So even after the last two years, we're at like 1.1. Mm -hmm. so we, 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 we don't have the, the massive growth and sprawl that you'll see. And like you go to Denver now and it's well, Denver's really changed. I drove through it not long ago. Well, it was a year ago or so, but it's just so different. I used to just love Colorado and now it's like one big city. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And we're far, far from that. I'm sure, you know, unfortunately 
everything changes and someday that'll start to happen here, but we're a long way from that. Yeah. yeah. So besides for your Facebook and YouTube channels, are there other ways that you reach out to leads? You know, the YouTube thing, since that blew up, um, that's probably 98% of our business. So I've been focusing on that the most. Um, and that's where I get all of my business at this point. Okay, that makes sense. It's working, so just yep. keep growing it. Yeah. Um, when you put your videos out there, do you go other places besides YouTube or pretty much stick to YouTube? Well, that's, yeah, that's the funny part is you talk to, and I'm in a bunch of uh, YouTube real estate groups around mm -hmm. the country on Facebook, and there, there's guys that teach um, ways to do it, and, and I'm, you know, I, they've obviously studied it and done it more than me, but I've always been kind of the guy to do my own thing and figure mm -hmm. stuff out myself. Um, and they'll tell you not to put it anywhere else. Oh, or do. if you do, hmm. you know, put it, make it a separate. So it's not the YouTube link because that screws up algorithms. Mm -hmm. But I've always posted my videos every week to Twitter and to Facebook, to my Facebook business page. Um, and then like the one video I had that went viral, that got, I don't know, tons and tons of views on Facebook. So, you know, I, I don't know, it, it, it's worked for me. So I'm just doing that. You know, I know there's gurus in every occupation and everybody has their own ideas and um, mine kind of go against some of theirs, but it works for me. If it's working, you know, <laughs> if it ain't broken, don't fix it, right? Yep. <laughs> so. Um... Let's see. What was the one about that went viral? I mean, of course, it was about Montana, but what was it? Well, interesting. Interest, interestingly enough, um, I started it and I started my channel in May of 2020 was when the first video came out. Mm -hmm. And I told myself I'd always wanted to do YouTube, but I just never did. But that was right. right when kind of the height of the Rona thing. And I thought, well, we're all locked up here. I might as well just start making videos now. And um, I told myself I'd do it for one year, um, do one a week for a year. And, you know, for, for YouTube, you have to get a thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours watch time before you can get paid for the advertising. Would you repeat that? How, what is that exactly? It's when you start a channel, mm -hmm. those ads that run on everybody's channel now, sure. whether you're monetized or not, mm -hmm. you, once you're monetized, they will pay you right. for you know, however many views or, you know, I don't mm -hmm. begin to pretend to know how they figure it out. Right. But, um, but it, you have to, within 12 months, you have to get a thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time on your mm -hmm. channel. Okay. And so I was, like I said, I started in May and I was making videos. And then about July, I started actually getting calls off of my videos. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is working. And some people from LA called me. They had grown up there, never been out of there. And they they were just, they wanted to get out. They're like, we're so sick of all the lockdowns and the rules and we have to get out of here and we want to live way out. We don't want to be near anybody. And I said, have you ever been to Montana? And they said, no. And I said, well, you need to come up here because I don't think you understand. <laughs> Try what it out first. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you, if you've never been out of LA, you don't really understand what you're asking. And they're like, mm -hmm. okay. So two days later, they're in my office. I couldn't believe it. Um, 
and they had picked out this house that was way out and I'm like, okay. And so we start driving out there. It's like hour and a half out of town, mm-hmm. way up in the mountains away, you know, just what they asked for. Mm-hmm. And so we got within about 10 minutes of the house. We were up halfway up this forest service road and I pulled over, they were following me and I got out and I walked back to their car and their eyes were huge. <laughs> and I said, this is August. What are you guys going to do up here in January? Mm. Like, oh yeah, I know you're right. I why didn't you say something? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I did say something. So then they didn't even want to look at the house because they're like, we're never going to buy this way out here. Yeah. And so on my hour drive back to the office, I'm like, you know, I should really make a video warning people about why you shouldn't move to Montana or you know, kind of along yeah. those lines. Yeah. And that's the one that blew up. You oh, know, ironically, funny. why you shouldn't move to Montana went viral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. I mean, I really, because I have a dream of having a mountain home way out. But there was one time when I lived in a home that was pretty far isolated from anywhere else. I called it the house at the end of the road. Actually, it ended up burning down, which is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very different, your idea of what it would be like. And actually, the inconvenience of, you know, having to buy a week's worth of groceries and just all the things that come along with it, the potholes and nobody keeping up the roads or uh, internet service. There's just all kinds of things you have to think about. Yeah. So I, I made that video. I stood on the side of the road out here in the valley. I made it look like I was way out in the woods, which isn't hard to do here. And <laughs> I just talked for 10 minutes and I think it was the perfect storm. Um, I don't want to get into politics, but it was right yeah. before the election in 2020. And at the very end of it, I did a little blurb about, you know, if you're going to move up here, everybody just likes to do their own thing and not been be told what to do. So if you're going to move up here from a big city, just don't push your big city stuff on other people and you'll get along fine. Well, that turned into, you know, Democrats, Republicans on, you know, all these people commenting on mm-hmm. it, you know, California's bad, you name it. Well, that pushed it up in the algorithm and um, it got a million views in about three weeks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So my dream of making it to a thousand subscribers kind of happened overnight wow. because I was, like I said, right before I put that video out, I had like 600 subscribers and I was mm-hmm. six months in and I thought, well, I'll probably make a thousand by, you know, 12 months. And then when that hit, there was one day where I got 2,500 subscribers in one day. Wow. So mm-hmm. it just shot my channel up and I guess the rest is history. Yeah. Now, do you make a significant amount of money just from people watching? I know you said that they do pay, but it's, it's- not significant. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's better than better than know. nothing. But- <laughs> yeah. It's uh-huh. uh it's a it's a decent amount. It's mm-hmm. um yeah, I can't retire off of it yet, but right. <laughs> but it's something, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. So um what is the average house go for? in your area? Well, again, because we've been discovered it right before Rona, the, the average price in our little town was probably about 380, 400, and now it's close to a million. Really? It's gone up that much. Yeah. Wow. And is your little town Whitefish? Is that the one yep. you're in? Okay. Yep. Yeah. And are all the other little towns around there, are they priced similarly? Well, they're not as high as Whitefish. We're kind of the the top town here in the valley just because of the ski resort and mm-hmm. the lake and everybody. It's a great town. 
Um, not that the other towns aren't, but like Big Fork is another resort town, but they're kind of just a summer town Mm -hmm. right on Flathead Lake. And, you know, this time of year, it's just crazy down there. Um, but in the middle of winter, everybody kind of takes off. There's no skiing and, um, it's pretty quiet down there in the winter. So to find out what happened to this couple that she scared them away by taking them out too far. Did they ever come back and want to oh, yeah. get something yep. they bought closer? a place much closer to town oh good good <laughs> and they're probably very happy i imagine yep. they got away yep. from la so that's wonderful yeah yep. that is very cool so um you told me about the average prices and the locations you're doing so well what are your upcoming goals well i'm thinking about starting another channel um that's kind of in the works right now once my channel got I got so busy with all the leads coming in. So my wife, it's funny, my wife, she just hates doing video. And I've told her all the time, if she was the face of our channel, we'd have 10 times the subscribers, but (laughs) she just, she won't do it. So I brought on this other gal that um, she's a brand new agent. And so she's been helping out and she'll do the videos with me. And um, so, yeah, now I think we're going to, start another channel and keep growing this one that I have. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. What will your new channel be about? Also, you know, I think what's that also information about Montana or something different. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're still kind of kicking around exactly what we're going to do, but um, I think it will work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll keep you posted. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think people probably love your personality that you're kind of low key and, you know, your kind of dry sense of humor. And, you know, so I can see why it got very, very popular. People love the authenticity. Yeah, I do get that a lot. And I, I, it, it just amazes me that people will watch my videos, to be honest with you. <laughs> You're just, still I, surprised, huh? <laughs> I am. I, I can't believe it, but whatever. I mean, yeah. I know it drives my daughter nuts. I like to tease her. She's in college now. And it just, mm-hmm. whenever I joke and tell her that I'm a YouTube influencer, she's like, stop. <laughs> that's very, that's just hilarious. I've got adult kids. I understand what that yep. would be like for them. Like, oh my God. <laughs> It's very, very funny. Now, do you answer comments that you get and questions? Do you keep it very interactive? I try. You know, the one, um, well, when that one went viral, some people are, as you know, you know, the uh, anonymity of the internet, people like to sit in their, you know, their mom's basement and be bullies. And so when, when that one video took off, I had to change the settings to, that I have to approve all the comments before Uh, they mm -hmm. go on. Mm -hmm. And I'll answer a lot, but like that one, that probably has 5,000 comments. Mm -hmm. And I know I did not answer all of them. I I I was just generally, do you answer comments? Yes. Make it. I try to, because of the algorithm, like the first couple days, Mm -hmm. I'll try and answer everybody that comes in because that helps with the, um, with the algorithm because they it's showing YouTube that people are interested and they're interacting with the video. So they push it out more. Um, Mm -hmm. and then the other thing I found too lately that has been crazy is now, and I didn't even realize this, um, but, or I, I realized it, but I didn't even think about it, but Google owns YouTube, right? Right. And now on Google, um, 
like on your iPhone and on your iPad, Google has a news feed and it's kind of a local news feed to wherever you are or whatever you like. It's like Mm -hmm. everything. They push what you like. Well, the last few videos I've done because of my keywords and how I've done it, they've been picked up by that. Mm-hmm. And I had a video just a couple weeks ago that got 80,000 views in the first week because it got on that Google thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you so think I've it's been... because of the keywords that you... Uh, oh, for sure. A thousand yeah. percent. Uh-huh. And that's where I get into it with these people that are, you know, a lot of these uh, other YouTube people are all about the thumbnail. And I just keep saying it's the title. Uh-huh. I mean, Google looks for the title and the the keywords and... The thumbnail, it doesn't, I mean, not that it doesn't matter, but so many people get so wrapped up and they'll spend a whole day designing a thumbnail and nobody cares. They're not going to click on it because of your picture. They're going to click on it because they want to know whatever they want to know. Yeah. Do you try to keep those titles short too? Yeah. And I've been trying to do, you know, like, uh, I don't want to say clickbait because that sounds bad, but okay. you want it to be intriguing and give someone a reason to click it. So I did one a few weeks ago called Montana's most beautiful city question mark, you know, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I wonder what that is. Yeah. And that one yeah. did very well. And then, um, yeah. So I try and do titles that, again, I don't want to say clickbait, but titles that make people want to click. Yeah. So How many houses do you generally have for sale in an area like yours? Well, we, again, because our demand is so high, we've, our inventory is extremely low because of the interest rates and everything. And as you know, everywhere around the country is slowing down a little bit now, as are we, but we're still, there's still so much demand here. Our inventory has gone up, but it's nothing like, you know, it was three years ago. So you have noticed a big change in the market as everybody else seems to be having the last couple of months, would you say? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because last year at this time, you could throw a house on the market and pretty much ask for whatever you wanted and you'd Mm -hmm. get 10 offers on it. Mm -hmm. Now people are, the buyers are kind of in a standoff where the sellers are still thinking, well, my neighbor got a million dollars for his house last year. Mine's worth at least that. Right. And the buyers are saying, well, sorry, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't have the buying power anymore because of the interest rates and I'm not going to pay that. And so, you know, we're kind of, it's not yet a buyer's market, but it's definitely not a seller's market either. So uh, would you say it's a balanced market? Um, I would still say it's a seller's market, but they need to be more realistic with their pricing. Okay. You know, they're not mm-hmm. going to win the lottery like they were last year and get ridiculous amounts of money. Do you have any tips for somebody, um, you've given some to them, who is thinking of expanding to doing Facebook groups and YouTube? Does it take a lot of time? Yeah, well, it doesn't take a lot of time to actually set the things up. Um, YouTube, obviously, the videos take time. But the Facebook groups, it's a long game. You're not going to, it's not going to happen overnight. Like I said, the one I started in 2014, so that's almost eight years ago already. Mm -hmm. And um, so you just need to be patient. And if you're thinking this is a get rich quick scheme, it's it's not. Because a lot of people, 
what a lot of people will run into at this point is that other people have started these groups, but then they probably just gave up on it because sure, yeah, they didn't grow it very mm-hmm. quickly. As far as YouTube, um, again, it does take time and a lot of people get scared off by the camera thing. And um, I guess it's not for everybody, but I tell you what, it was the, I wish I would have done it 10 years ago now. I mean, it's wow. the greatest thing. I get three emails or calls every day because of those videos. Wow, that's, a, that's wonderful. Yeah. And I think too, you're not salesy. And so that probably really attracts people. Instead, yep. you're giving, you're sharing information and you're the expert. Well, and that's the beauty too, that I love because I'm not the cold call guy. I'm not the door knocking guy. Never have been. I never will do that. So I, I've always been looking for ways to generate leads without doing that. And this obviously hit. Um, and the beauty of it is that I, the reason why everybody should do it is when someone calls you, mm-hmm. they're already your client. They feel like they know you. They feel like, oh, they're your friend. And, mm-hmm. you know, and again, I, like I said, I can't believe people watch my videos, but they do, and <laughs> they, but they call up and they're like, oh, I, the last weekend I watched all your videos and I'm thinking, Kai, you need to get a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> you are funny. <laughs> oh, that's great. But, you know, if you're interested in Montana, uh, what a great thing to go visit and watch the beautiful scenery and listen to you. Yeah, it's, it's been, like I said, if you're, I guess the one piece of advice that if you're on the fence about doing it is just go do it. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people, I see a lot of people get hung up with, oh, I got to buy all this equipment. And uh, that video that I made go or that went viral, um, I had my iPhone and a $20 tripod from mm-hmm. Amazon and a lapel mic for $20. That was the extent of my equipment. Yeah. Well, it seems more authentic to people and um, than the really slick videos that you know are produced by some multi-million dollar company. Yeah. Yeah. Well, gosh, it's been so fun to get your tips on online marketing, YouTube, Facebook. I really appreciate it. And wow, Montana is so gorgeous. Just in case they missed it, would you give the name of your YouTube channel and how people would reach you? Yeah, it's called Living in Montana. So you just type in Living in Montana and it'll pop up um, on YouTube. And then we have all our contact information on any of those videos. But uh, if you want to email, my uh, email is montanalifereality at gmail.com. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on Icons of Real Estate. It was wonderful. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you.